Hello, everybody. Here we are in chapter 30. We're moving ahead in the wisdom of Shirak, or what it's uh, called. Mostly it's called uh, Ecclesiasticus. It's talking about correcting children here and not to cocker them, that is to baby them. And in 14 it says, Health is better than wealth. And health and life are shortened by grief. Okay, so there's the stress. Another reason to have the Holy Ghost to uh, eliminate a lot of that grief, I tell you, it's hard to do, especially with the dogs of war out here working hard, working overtime, as the Bible said they would. Uh, and that's one reason why people have been talking to us about redoing Revelations again. And uh, the fact is that um, they talk about uh, getting something new each time they go through it, and they wanted an updated version of Revelation. So we're tossing that around uh, when to do that, either do it before um, we get back into it. We're going to Deuteronomy, am I correct? Yes. We're going to Deuteronomy to get back in the Old Testament, and we're going to do one Something out of the New Testament before we go back there, okay, to go back in to study the law and go through the history and where we got where we're going. Once again, hang in there, everybody. You're right. We got our last Sunday with the uh, history of Bibles and then the real Bible here, the 1611, and why you are right, why you have to stay away from the Ptolemy Alexandria origin, Philo school of philosophy, the satanic school, world government school that put out all the other philosophy of the world, the pieces of Osiris, man, that's what they did. And it was their duty as they saw it to undo Christianity. Yes, indeed, our enemies from the Alexandrian school of philosophy and it's alive and well and working hard with the dogs of war but all that being said we still have 20 some chapters here of joy and that is this book of Ecclesiasticus and with that in mind chapter 30 the wisdom of Shirak verse 1 he that loveth his son causeth him oft to feel the rod that he may have joy of him in the end. And that's back, of course, not when you're feeding them hormones or giving them some of this uh, pharmaceutical poison that makes them brain dead and soft as a cream puff. They are really doing a job over the men of this earth, okay? So back in the old days when everyone had their um, their full amount of hormones, we'll put it like that, you had to whip the boy. Notice here it says the son. <laughs> and they needed, most of the time they need it more than the ladies do as children. Okay, uh, but they're harmonizing this with Proverbs 13, 24, and 23, 13. Okay, 
and two, he says, he that chastiseth his son shall have joy in him and shall rejoice of him among his acquaintance. Okay. All right. And, uh, and it says here, joy in him is good by him out of the uh, Greek. And uh, then his acquaintance, they're saying that word can also mean kin folks. Um, he that teacheth his son grieveth the enemy, and before his friends he shall rejoice of him. Okay, and who is this enemy? Well, it could be some carnal person here in the flesh is your enemy, and they want to see you fall. They act like you're a tightrope walker, and they can't wait to see you fall. But also that enemy is Lucifer and all his minions. They uh, don't want to see us keep the family together and to tr uh, teach our children and bring them up the way that we should. In 4, it says, Though his father die, yet he is as though he were not dead, for he hath left one behind him that is like himself. And that's the way it ought to be, okay, in the family unit, the basic unit of society. Five, while he liveth, he saw and rejoiced in him. And when he died, he was not sorrowful. Uh, they're harmonizing that here with Psalms. Psalms 128, old chapter. And six, he left behind him an avenger against his enemies and one that shall requit kindness to his friends. And we have that throughout the history of the Bible here. Like, kind of like Solomon did for David. In seven, he that maketh too much of his son shall bind up his wounds and his bowels will be troubled at every cry. So there's a spoiled son, okay? That's not what you want to do either. In eight, it says, and horse not broken becometh headstrong. And a child left to himself will be willful. Boy, that's a mouthful. And that's one reason why we started attacking uh, the uh, correction and methods of correcting children. And especially, uh, a boy does need his butt beat, okay? Even a little dog needs his butt beat every now and then. You get that newspaper and you pop him in the rump. He learns quick. You don't hurt them, but they know you're angry at them. And this is the way children should be brought up. And uh, again, the new age mumbo jumbo family that takes up village to raise the family. Oh, yeah, that's working real good. That just doesn't work. It breaks down society. That is out of the Communist Manifesto. That's just the way it is. It's one of the planks of the Communist Manifesto. And uh, the, ch the child that uh, is not disciplined as a youth, he comes back and haunts you in the, your old age, here in 7 and 8 uh, also. 
He's headstrong and willful. Nine, it says, Cocker thy child, and he shall make thee afraid. Play with him, and he will bring thee to heaviness. Okay, so this is serious business. I'm not talking about don't go, don't go out and throw the football with your child or uh, your daughter uh, doesn't come out and play with her parents. No, we're talking about not being serious about this, about what the child's learning. When do they need discipline? You don't over-discipline, but you don't want to under-discipline either, okay? Because you're not, you're not their friend when they're growing up. You've got to be their trainer. You've got to be their teacher, all right? Ten, it says, laugh not with him, lest thou have sorrow with him, and lest thou gnash thy teeth in the end. Oh, boy, that's a heavy-duty one, folks. The gnashing of teeth actually borders on satanic. Sure does. Eleven, give him no liberty in his youth and wink not at his follies. Okay? So we can't have somebody that's spoiled and when he does wrong, he doesn't get corrected. Oh, well, he's just a boy. Ha, ha, ha. Boys will be boys. No, there's a time to do the discipline. And that'll be a joy as he, he, when he becomes an adult. And then you can be friendly, right? You can be his friend and you can be laughing uh, when they grow up. And here it goes here for your son again. Bow down his neck while he is young and beat him on the sides while he is a child, lest he wax stubborn and disobedient unto thee and so bring sorrow to thine heart. And also, you'll save his butt from hell, folks. You know, this here, there's, there is, for doing wrong, for stealing, for defrauding people, for violence against people, unlawful violence, there's consequences, and the ch child has to learn that. If the child learns there's no consequences, uh, then you end up with a mess. Society literally falls apart when there's no consequences for doing wrong. And then we go back into the law and why there we're taught consequences to the adults for doing evil, okay? In 13, it says, chastise thy son and hold him to labor lest his lewd behavior be an offense unto thee and that's another thing you teach him to work you teach him to work that was the old school now uh you didn't uh and i said nothing wrong with sports they're ruining ruining sports today okay if i can uh, neuter myself and compete with the girls that ruins girls' sports. At the same time, if I pump the girl full of testosterone pills and jab her with needles growing up, and she grows to be six foot six, and uh, she, uh, uh, and after sports are over, what does she have? Hey, they actually give kids, this is personal now, they give these kids, and parents are bragging about it, they give their son all this, uh, um, these steroids, 
And, and the kid grows to be seven feet, but he's not meant to be seven feet. He goes down to Ohio University, or no, it was Ohio State, and he set the bench because he was so uncoordinated. And, uh, and he hardly played at Ohio State. And there he is, seven feet, and uh, look at the health problems that come out of it. So there's a certain amount of uh, work is a good thing, all right? And you teach them that and hold him to labor, okay? So uh, that work ethic, work ethics, you keep your word to your fellow workers, you work hard, you work with zeal, and that can filter into sports. But sports are 100 years old here uh, when it comes to things like basketball. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're, they've came and they're going to go, okay? They're not going to be here in the world to come, all right? They have been used to pull people's brain away from other things. Now, again, I'm not against it, but I am against girls competing full of steroids and testosterone, and the same with the men. Uh, there's an epidemic of, of steroids and other hormones, and it's ruining kids since we're on that subject. You, you, you do that to children when they have no brains. They just don't. They're not born knowing right from wrong. And here you do that. You mutilate the kid or give them uh, these toxic steroids. What? So you, you, get, you go into sports and then sports in eventually, and you'll be out under a bridge if you're not careful. How about the old-fashioned work ethic? You get that paycheck at the end of the week. You look at what you've accomplished. Or you have a uh, boss that's happy with you. That has its own benefits. But being a sloth and abusing the drugs with the women and the men... That's going to make a society that is weak in the long run. The seven-foot man that can't tie his shoes, by the time he's an old buzzard, he'll be, uh, he might even be alive by that time. Steroids have a uh, health benefit zero. And they have side effects that last a lifetime. Now, why would you give your child these hormones and who about what about the doctors prescribing it all right so there's that i beat that up enough in 14 it says better is the poor being being sound and strong of constitution than a rich man that is afflicted in his body that speaks for itself Health. 15, more on health. It says, health and good state of body are above all gold and a strong body above infinite wealth. So again, why would I be up there in the stands bragging about giving my child that should have been 
six feet tall, and I start them on the steroids through the doctor's office now. He grows to be seven feet tall. He ends up at uh, a university and sitting the bench, and now it's over. And what wealth does he have? Well, again, he doesn't have a strong body. He has a compromised body. Oh, yeah, steroids work for a day or two. But in the end, they tear up your connecting tissues. Connecting tissues are stunted. They will not grow the way they should. So you have weak connecting tissues, and that affects your heart and everything else. High blood pressure, all the side effects. See, that's going overboard. And for what? Because you believe he's going to be a uh, rich billionaire through sports? And you're going to cheat? Because everybody's cheating? Everybody's taking that stuff? You watch their jaw bones grow? That's why they wear the beard there in the NBA. Because their jawbones are sticking out. They actually have an operation they do over steroids and grind off the jawbones that are growing. All right? So that it doesn't look like you are a, a uh, alligator with big jaws. Okay? They actually go in there and correct that. All right? So instead of that, the... Uh, like say the NBA players will uh, go, they'll grow a beard to cover their alligator jaws that are growing through the steroids. Now, all right, enough on that. Hey, I'll I'll take health over the uh, destruction of your body through hormones. Sixteen, there is no riches above a sound body and no joy above the joy of the heart. Okay, so that speaks for itself. Once again, the riches ain't going to make you or break you. There's been lots of lonely mansions on the hill. Lots of um, brutal things go on in those mansions. And uh, there's no, if it isn't given to you from the Lord... Then who was it given to you by? I think we know the answer to that, don't we, folks? 17. Death is better than a bitter life and, or continual sickness. Okay, and that speaks for itself. Uh, it says in 18. Delicates poured upon a mouth. Shut up are as messes of meat set upon a grave. How about that? All right, so uh, in other words, I can't force feed you. I can't force feed you. If, you. if Here is the wisdom and understanding out of the 77 books of the King James. I can't make you. I can lead a horse to water. I can't make him drink. And notice the end of it. If you don't have the wisdom and understanding here, it's like the meat upon the grave, and the grave is where you're going. In in most cases. Uh, I mean, that 
judgment is by the Lord. But I'm telling you, we have what the Lord thinks here in the 77 books. Uh, we've been educated. Uh, people died to give us this doctrine. The battle still, a lot of us are still battling these muckety-mucks from the origin school of philosophy. They're still attacking us. They're still attacking the King James because they don't want us reading this. I say they, I'm talking about the handlers of the earth, the people that's wealth has been given to them by Lucifer. And their great concern is that people do not study the Bible for themselves. And anybody that tells you not to do that, anyone that tells you don't read that old book is working for Lucifer, whether they know it or not. It just doesn't matter. 19. What good doth the offering unto an idol? Question mark. For neither can it eat nor smell. So is he that is persecuted of the Lord. All right, so notice how the persecution of the Lord is in the same sentence there in 19 with the uh, offering unto the idol. Okay, and idol idolatry goes on, ceremonial magic goes on. And in fact, it's grown. It's grown. It's only the uh, person with his eyes closed that can't see the uh, ceremonial magic going on in the world with the timetable of Satan. Okay. All right. Uh, Persecuted of the Lord, that is not a very good place to be uh, afflicted of the Lord. 20, he seeth with his eyes and groaneth as the eunuch that embraceth a virgin and sigheth. Again, you can be led to the water. No one's going to make you drink as far as people. Now the Lord can... Uh, motivate you like he did Paul but uh, the fact is that um, we we know the English it is uh, been created through the combination of several languages and we got this uh, book given to us by a miracle of the Holy Ghost but no one can make you do it and if you're going to be a denier and you, you got, and you don't even look, you won't even try, you won't work, work at it, well, then you'll never know the joy of it and the benefits of it. And you won't have the wisdom and understanding that gift from God Almighty. And there is a Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The three of them are one, Bible teaches. 21, it says, Give not over thy mind to heaviness, and afflict not thyself in thine own counsel. So let's not be overly sorrowful. Now, the, I know that uh, in Ecclesiastes, how there's a time for everything under the sun, and there's a time to mourn, okay? But you can't stay there, all right? You don't want to be the bluesy man that never grows up and picks himself up, dusts himself off, and keeps going. All right? So there's a time to mourn, for, say, for the people that have passed on. 
for the studiers that have passed on. Like J.R. here, the counter, the counter of everything in here as we would study. He would count every list. He would know the number of it. Fascinating to have him studying with us. He's gone now. We, we mourn over that, but we don't stay mourning over that. We know that he's with the Lord. Notice here it's your own counsel, not the counsel of God Almighty here. Uh, they're uh, harmonizing this with 12, Proverbs 12, 25, and 15. 13 and 17, 22. So that's 12, 25, chapter 15, 13, chapter 17, 22. 22, the gladness of the heart is the life of man, and the joyfulness of a man prolongeth his days. So there's that gift of joy that's given to us by the Lord. And even in the hard times of these dogs of war that are all over the earth creating their hell with their creative destruction, as they call it, that's not my word, that's their word. And they also say the phoenix, the evil bird, the wicked eagle is going to rise out of the ashes of their destruction. That is their philosophy of the origin school and all the little fingers of it that have went across the firmament of the earth. Notice here it's prolonging your days. So even in hard times, say you're sitting in a jail cell, and you know the Lord, there is still a joy in your heart. Okay, you don't stay drowning in the sorrows. You come up and you get the good, clean air of the Holy Ghost. 23, it says, love thine own soul and comfort thy heart. Remove sorrow far from thee, for sorrow hath killed many, and there is no profit therein. Okay, so you can't stay sorrowful forever. You have to pick up the pieces and go on. In 24, envy and wrath shorten the life, and carefulness bringeth age before the time. So that's somebody that, it doesn't mean don't watch your step. What it means is you care about the things of the world so much that it hurts you. You can't go back and think about the layup you blew in high school or the uh, test that you didn't pass, or the girlfriend that you lost, or the boyfriend. Listen, you got to keep moving. You can't care about that meaningless stuff. What's going to matter in the end? That you love the Lord and that he loves you. That, that relationship between the two of you, between you, yourself, and Jesus Christ. Okay, so there's that. In 25, the last verse, it says cheerful. No, it says a cheerful and good heart will have a care of his meat and diet. Okay, so even though it's not what 
goes into our mouth that defiles us, we still have to be aware of it and to try to use the wisdom and understanding given to us by the Lord to go ahead and put the good things, kind of like Daniel. He knew exactly what kind of meats he ate the pulse. He wouldn't eat, he wouldn't drink the king's nasty wine. Uh, he had a great, great wisdom and understanding about what was going in his mouth. And that's something that we all need to do here. Okay. Bye-bye.